In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Who among us will have the courage to face the truth? The courage of a man who at last admits that he's an alcoholic and needs help. The courage of a woman who finally accepts that she is in an abusive relationship. The courage of a boy who seeks help to overcome his insecurities and to stop being a bully. The courage of a girl who asks for help with her eating disorder. The courage of a community which admits its racism and divisions and starts to do something about it. The courage of a church which takes responsibility for its failures and the exploitation of the vulnerable in its midst. The courage of anyone who accepts that they are far from God and decides to do something about it. And who is there to help people to have the courage to face the truth? Today, on the second Sunday of Advent, we give thanks for the prophets of God, for those who name the truth and encourage us to confront what is true about ourselves and true in God and to be changed in response to God's truth. Our New Testament reading this morning is about John the Baptist, who sends to ask Jesus whether he is the Messiah or not. And John's prophetic ministry had been to confront people with their need for repentance and call them to return to God's service. It's a classic prophetic ministry of announcing judgment on sin, on the thoughts and actions which turn us away from God, from love and from truth. And like other prophets, John sets out a vision of repentance and renewed life with God. And that's also what you see in the reading from Isaiah on page 7 of the service booklet. The context here is the people of God living in exile, lamenting the devastation of their land and the way that they and their successors and ancestors have turned away from God. And the prophet in Isaiah calls on God to come down and act, and yet acknowledges the awful truth that the people of God have ended up in a mess because they've turned away from loving God. The prophet moves between hope in God and despair in human beings. And yet, as a prophet, his or her role is to bring hope and despair together, to encourage and lead people to walk again alongside God in faith and hope and love. Running throughout the Bible is the theme of the prophet who calls God's people to confront the truth. And also running through the Bible and through history is the theme of people who refuse to acknowledge the truth, who refuse to see the connection between their own lack of faith and love and the mess that they've got themselves and the world into. There's a haunting image in this passage from Isaiah, one that's only too suitable for today, at the end of autumn and the beginning of winter. 
As you leave this cathedral, you'll see the last of the leaves blown by the wind from the trees. And the prophet compares each of us to a faded leaf blown off the tree by our sins, having turned away and lost touch with the tree of God's life, which should sustain us. There on the ground lie our faded hopes and dreams, our illusions and our delusions, torn away by what separates us from the truth and love of God. Who among us has the courage to face the truth? The truth that this country has got itself into a political mess because of the pride of the powerful and the anger of those who feel left behind. The truth that not only our government, but also us taxpayers, would prefer to make tax revenues out of gambling and allow people's lives to be destroyed in the process than protect the vulnerable and raise direct taxes instead. The truth that children are dying on our streets from knife crime and people in work live in poverty as youth services and living standards are reduced while income tax allowances are raised for the better off. The truth that very few of us, whether as individuals or communities, are willing to settle for less than what we have now in order to take the drastic steps needed to save the world's environment for our grandchildren. Prophets are there to call out the truth of who we are and what we have become. But prophets are also there to recall us to where we always needed to begin, to come to God and acknowledge the truth of how we try to live without God and the truth that God longs for us to turn from what separates us from God and neighbor and to accept the gift of new life in Jesus the Messiah who John was looking for. Jesus, who had the courage to name the truth about humanity and its hatreds, and who came through the cross to the new life of resurrection. Prophets are still with us. Some speak in the name of faith, many speak in the name of truth. In the Philippines in April this year, Roman Catholic priest Father Mark Ventura was gunned down in front of his parishioners after celebrating Mass. One of at least three priests killed in that country in the last year, where priests and peasants are being murdered for speaking up for the poor in their communities. In 2018, at least 123 activists and community leaders in Colombia alone have been killed by criminal gangs wanting to exploit their communities. In many parts of the world today, brave people face death for speaking up prophetically for the poor and the oppressed, 
following in the footsteps of John the Baptist and Isaiah. The truth is that most of us prefer to fade like leaves and be blown away than face the uncomfortable truth and be reconnected to God, the source of our life and our hope. The prophets of old still have much to say to us about truth, and the successors of those prophets are still to be found in the world, there to be heard by those who want to listen. Who among us has the courage to turn to God and face the truth? Let us pray. In silence we commend to God our own sin and desire for truth. Our openness or lack of it to face the reality that God calls us to see and to turn to him. God of reconciling hope, as you have guided people in the past, guide us through the turmoils of this present time and bring us to a place of flourishing where all will be valued and the common good served in faith and hope and love. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.